Hey, good morning. What's going on, my friends? Dr. Drill's Making Motivation Podcast. Hope you can all hear me well. Got a new phone case. And I got this cool little disc charger for my phone. You just place the phone on it. And it's like a little coaster. And it charges. That's pretty freaking cool. As opposed to always sticking the... uh, the charger in there, and where's the wire, and so on and so forth. It's a cool little Christmas gift I got. So as I propel out of the friggin' development here, heading down Ridge Road, then south on Allentown, start my week, start my day. Got my little girl off to the bus stop, she seemed happy which is awesome, because she never really seems to be happy about school. She does not like school, which I've talked about previously, and that's a problem for me, because I am such an enthusiast about learning and about experiences that are so important at this age. So I don't know what it's a function of, trying to find her way socially, uh, friends, content itself, the teacher seems to play such a major role, she does not like her teacher, Um, which, you know, I try to convey to them that that's just the way the freaking cookie crumbles, man, just the way it is, sometimes you're going to have a teacher you don't like, or a shitty teacher, or whatever, an apathetic teacher. I think it's an important lesson, it's an unfortunate Situation, but it's an important, important lesson because you're not always going to have awesome teachers or coworkers or bosses or friends or spouses. I mean, everybody's got their their struggles, right? Anyway, so here we are. It's a Monday. Some people like to mope around on Monday because it's the beginning of something, right? I say, why not? Let's be. Why not be excited? Why not freaking? Uh, put a smile on our face and do our absolute best. I don't know what that was. Sounded like a little, some sort of beep. Oh, look at the big fucking belly on that guy. Walking out to his mailbox. Maybe come out of retirement, bro. Walk a couple miles. <clears throat> Better not be some sort of notification about my uh, vehicle here, the big ram, all my gauges check out, I'm like a World War II pilot, checking his fuel, checking his altitude, everything looks good, so this is interesting, right, last night, everybody's laying down for the night, hitting the rack, after watching the playoff game, uh, Chiefs Green Bay and when we turned when we went up for the night the Chiefs were clobbering Green Bay had come back big time Green Bay had an early lead I think it was I think this that's the game I'm talking about anyway Chiefs were absolutely clobbering the friggin Green Bay Packers So, I don't know anything's possible, but I'm not sure that that changed much. 
going to be an interesting uh, next couple weeks. So uh, this is interesting though. So we're turning in for the night, laying in bed. My son comes in and he says, uh, you know, starts kind of acting anxious. He's like, oh, dad, I'm just not sleeping well. Yeah, you know, just got some things in my mind. I want to talk to you tomorrow about it. Thinking like, okay, dude, well, you woke me up. We're talking now. So what's going on, man? Oh, just some things, you know. Uh, so it slowly comes out that he's concerned. Goes about back to uh, earlier last week or mid last week when I come home. The winds are whipping. I jump out of the truck, unload all my gear. My wife is in the process of taking the trash out, which she shouldn't be doing anyway. Says, we need to talk. As the wind blows, I can barely hear her. We need to talk. All right, talk about what? You know, what? what's this shit? What do I need? What kind of problem is going on here that needs solving after I was, prob- I was problem solving all day, occupationally, right? So... Turns out that there's this, uh, you know, Sam thought he was text messages and buddy, and he's 12 years old, so a lot of these online electronic communications that some people are going to say are the devil, well, they can, you know, it, it's a lot, and so there's a vernacular, there's a way that these students, uh, kids communicate these days, whether they're on Xbox or text or Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, they're communicating in certain ways, and I don't think they're doing much of it written, because they know that they can get in trouble, but Sam says that basically the uh, the way that the guys especially are communicating at school is it's all about sexual innuendo and stuff like that. Well, it's called puberty, and it's a dangerous time. It's an exciting time. Uh, literally, but it's a dangerous time because you're tempted to um, say and do things that uh, you probably shouldn't just because your testosterone is spiking and your voice is starting to drop and you get a little hair in your balls and start getting these uh, idiopathic erections and thoughts, etc., so Sam is there. He's pretty. Uh, he's matured quite a bit, uh, honestly. Between the two of him, the two of the, my kids, Sam and Lily, I've always regarded Lily as the more mature and responsible, and still do. But Sam is coming into his own. I'm very impressed. He's growing like a weed. He's got big, broad shoulders now. He's his voice is dropping. He's communicating. He he knows things. It's clear that. There's a peer influence, and I'm sure a lot of it's good, and a lot of it, if he's not careful, is going to land him in trouble. So, last week, midweek, this goes down. He gets a text message, has an exchange with his buddy, who, and his buddy was sounding a little despondent, like he was upset about some things, and something about a girlfriend, and, you know, mentioned of, you know, not, you know, feeling like himself and that he uh, 
was thinking about harming himself. And so Sam, good boy that he is, he was like, oh my goodness, what's going on? So he, he does the right thing. He tells his mom. And mom calls the other mom. And, you know, she calls another mom. And it's confirmed that the boy that had been talking about being, you know, in a bad way, that he was not, and that it was somebody else, must have been somebody pranking or doing something, you know, untruthful. Long story short, there was, uh, his friend had an old phone, some sort of like a, a text app, is there a text app? You can get a text app and use it, and... I guess they they assign you some arbitrary uh, again, uh, area code, so you could have like a New York number or Florida number, whatever it is, which kind of shady because it seems like it's when you get a phone call coming in, you're like, oh, who's calling me from Montana, right? So you're a little bit intrigued and lends a certain degree of anonymity to anybody who is looking to pull a prank or whatever, scam. So it's not Sam's friend. Instead, it's some kid who says he's in uh, New York, but he's got a Maryland phone uh, area code. And so my wife's flipping out, especially because given the nature of, you know, potential friend in uh, in harm's way. So what's she going to do? She calls some friends, she calls some moms, she ultimately calls calls a, a friend of ours who is a policeman. He recommends we report it because of the nature of it. Cops come to the house, it's like 10.30 at night. Saying, what? The hell are the cops here for, you know? So, I'm laying in bed now because I'm exhausted Mandy says, okay, the police are going to come here. They're just going to report it. I figured, okay, let's get, let them get through that. Um, I'm showered up and naked at this point because Mandy's been on the phone pretty much the entire after-dinner period for hours. She's upstairs talking about, you know, this situation, which is the very responsible thing to do. Um, cop comes over, sits down, calls the number that was suspect, talks to a kid, and the kid ultimately says that, uh, yeah, you know, he lives in New York, and he was, he didn't know who was contacting him and talking, dropping names about his friends, so he decided to play along and ultimately fuck with the kid, my son, pull a prank, and this thing goes round and round, and now my son, you know, obviously that's a pretty dramatic experience, first time the cops came to the house, right? Well, it ain't the first time the cops came to my house. And I was growing up, I was a little bit of a, you know, troubled youth. I was during the period when I was 12 or 14. I was up to no good. I was already sipping beers and, you know, playing pranks and kissing girls and all that stuff. So I remember when I was a kid, we did this uh, prank call that was done via landline, of course, this is like 1989, 90, perhaps, 
So the prank call went on like overnight. And I might have done a podcast on this before. But this was a... It, it, it's it's a, an experience that I had that is surreal. Because we were under the influence we were doing this. Let's say I was 14. All right, which is still young. But we were drinking. Somebody called somebody. Wound up, you know getting in this 24-hour conversation with an adult who thought that we were in trouble and that she was trying to help us. And then there was a physical meeting and it was, we probably should have, should have gone to juvenile, to juvie as a result of this deceitful call. But it went on for 24 hours. It's something that I'm both proud of and it was one of like my experiences, dramatic experiences of my youth. <clears throat> Nobody was hurt in the end, but holy shit. Talk about boys would be boys. More like boys would be assholes. So <clears throat> while the cop is at the house and I'm upstairs naked in bed, just kind of like, oh God, what is this crap? You know, just tell me that Sam didn't do anything wrong. Is what I want to know. He wasn't involved in being inappropriate. He's a good boy. And I'm sure he's, you know, doing a little potty talk with his friends. You know, we do a little bit around the house. So he's growing up. He's learning to express himself. And there's a novelty about some of these things that at some point will fade. And uh, he'll just be interacting in a normal way. But before, you know, while he's on the football team and he's walking around the halls of his middle school and high school... Now they're going to be acting like kids. And they're going to be pushing some boundaries and stuff. So back to last night, I'm laying in the rack. He comes in. He's trying to communicate something like this. Basically, he's saying, "Dad, you know, if, uh, you know, we we all talk about this stuff, you know, in school, and what if I, you know, you know, somebody found out that this is the way that we were talking." Um, could the police come to our house? And I said, well, dude, yeah, but I mean, what did you do? You do anything to hurt anybody? You know, you do anything to offend anybody? And so it's not entirely clear whether or not he did, but I'm sure that he was running his mouth while playing the video games and talking about girls and talking about, you know, potty talk and stuff with his pals. And... Over the past week, we've gone through text... My wife has gone through text messages and and all that other stuff. In efforts to um, determine whether or not, you know, what, what was going on. And it sounds like, you know, there wasn't too much bad. But lesson learned, man. You can't, you know... We're documenting everything. I'm documenting this podcast right now, verbally, you know, talking about things that I did or things that are out there. And I'm just trying to be real. And again, I'm not trying to hurt anybody, but I, I really value being genuine and and um, the power of a story and, and the use of language. creative use of language 
so I'm cool, I'm a free man, you know, I am my own boss, and I've got the ability to to work uh, within certain boundaries that most people are beyond what most people do, but, um, you know, he's in there saying, oh, I don't know if I can, I'm not sleeping really well because I'm, I'm thinking about this, and I'll talk to you about it tomorrow, well, <clears throat> all I could say is that hopefully at the end of the day today when I see him, he's not telling me about how he did something stupid or said something that he's going to regret. But, you know, those are hard lessons to learn. It's going to happen at some point. You know, you're going to do something, you're going to say something that's going to be inappropriate, and somebody's going to call you on it. And that's, that's part of learning. So, yeah, that's my story. <clears throat> Guys probably heard about the fox that I picked up on Friday, I think it was, on the side of the road. Had been hit by a, a, truck, a car or something like that, and just looked like a, it might have been alive. It wasn't smushed or anything like that lifted it up and set it on the side of the road and I didn't see it when I went by the other day I'll look for it again this morning but I did not see it so hopefully somebody took it and disposed of it or township came by and picked it up or another animal dragged it away somewhere who knows <clears throat> but it's interesting that the fox, as I was coming into work, um, maybe it was third, no, the day before, I'm driving into work, and as I accelerated from this light <clears throat> down this road called White's Road, like a 25 mile per hour zone, I make a little turn, accelerating down, and I see adjacent this, uh, right by the, this residential area, this fox is standing on the side of the road, just like a dog would, or any animal, you know, was wise enough to, uh, wait to, to cross the road, look both ways, right, so it doesn't get smushed, there it was, in traffic, it was Thursday, I think I was going to Thursday morning early, I was going to uh, lecture. And there was that fox poised to cross the road. And as the last, the next car passed, it just scurried across the road. And then, shoot, a tenth of a mile away, I, I saw the, uh, the carcass of this animal. So I'm coming up on it now in about... 15 seconds, let's see what, uh, see what remains, let's see, we're going down and up, there's the road, this is up where I saw the fox, there's a little section of grass along the sidewalk, that I placed the fox on, and it is bare. Yeah, so somebody must have done something with this creature. 
I hope. Yep. Yep. So yeah, here I am, heading into work, hoping to fill the schedule up, have a nice, busy, productive day, help a lot of people. run a good business, <clears throat> catch up on some things, trying to think what else, some goals I have, oh, I'll leave it with this, <clears throat> kids and I had our first kettlebell workout over the weekend. On Saturday afternoon we did this. It took about an hour, less than an hour. I got Sam a 25 pound kettlebell, which I think is gonna suit him just fine. I was looking for a 20, but I didn't have didn't have any to Walmart. I got a nice nice iron friggin' 25 pound for him and that that's gonna work well. Uh, Lily, I gave her two dumbbells, rubber coated dumbbells, eight pounders she could train with those. <clears throat> we went out in the driveway and along the sidewalk in our development and did kettlebell swings and cleans and presses and shrugs and bicep curls and you know short sets of all these things. And then we did some drills along the sidewalk and everybody's pretty sore. It was good though. I think we're going to do more and more of that giving the kids some tools to work with on their own. So hopefully they'll pick up where I left off. But Sam in particular, he wants to build his strength. we got to beef him up, give him some power, give him some advantage out there on the football squad. And uh, so that next fall he can really kick ass. And he's been eating more, etc., etc. So enter the kettlebell, baby friggin' strong, iron, power, flexibility. It's a great implement with which to work, train ourselves physically and mentally. So out by our fire pit, we got uh, three kettlebells lined up now. Small for Lil, a medium for Sam, and a large for me. And we're gonna, and we got Mandy one too. Although she got a little cheesy five pounder, which she could probably use a 10 or 20 pounder. Everybody have a wonderful Monday as we shake the weekend off and recommit to our schedules, kick ass and take names. I look forward to uh, having some adventures today and reaching back out to you, giving me an update. <clears throat>